morning, everyone, and welcome to the morning show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. Another beautiful day. 52 degrees in Jackson. Very, very slight chance of showers and a high today of 70. So it's starting to feel like fall in the evenings. It's almost quarter zip weather for me. It is. Uh, over the next few days, no rain. After slight chance today, next uh, chance Monday night. So it looks like a beautiful weekend, a beautiful September weekend. Well, the uh, county releasing the coronavirus numbers daily. Yesterday, 63 new cases. Yesterday afternoon, Henry Ford announcing they have 18 hospitalized patients. And we're seeing a lot of COVID news around the country and around the state. Uh, Los Angeles School District is becoming the first school district in the country to mandate vaccines, mandate vaccines among students uh, 12 and older. So I'm flying out to LA, as you know, in a few yeah. weeks. So I'll look into that and see how that's going for <laughs> us. Uh, that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, it seems like though you're right. Every we're we're hearing mandated vaccines, mandated vaccines. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade will be coming back this November with a live audience. Participants have to be vaccinated. So we are seeing that. Well, it's a big split, really. Uh, when you look at, well, the NFL starts tonight. Right. So half the NFL um, has uh, for their stadiums either uh, vaccine or mask requirements. Mm -hmm. The other half, none. Right. Um, three actually have uh, a vaccination requirement. One, you have to be vaccinated. I think it's Arizona Cardinals. Mm. You have to be vaccinated to go to a game. Uh, Seattle, you have to prove you've been vaccinated or wear a mask. So different situation at different stadiums throughout the country, and that's the way it is. How, how would you like to be one of those attendants at the games? Your ticket. The uh, yeah, vaccine card attendants. Yeah. Not a good. Not not something good. No. Well, you know, that might change today. Today at 5 o'clock, President Biden is going to speak to the nation and is expected to uh, put pressure on private businesses, federal agencies, and schools to enact stricter vaccination mandates and testing policies as the Delta variant continues its spread across the United States. Yeah, so one thing we know about the Delta variant is it's definitely more contagious, and the one thing we don't know is if it's more severe yet, which... Uh, data will tell. So. You know what? We wouldn't even care about that if everyone just got vaccinated. Probably. It would just go away. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's yeah. true. So, yeah, um, lo in kind of semi-local news with uh, um, mask mandates, obviously Washtenaw uh, County has a mask mandate mm -hmm. and uh, the folks at Manchester yesterday um, <clears throat> had a little bit of an issue um, but it, or no, I'm sorry. On Tuesday, uh, you want to roll that tape, Noah? They had about. Uh, oh, it's got audio. And what would be the repercussions if they don't have a mask? If you don't, if you don't want to go in, you don't have to. What if they do? I'm not, I'm not going to force anybody. I'm not putting masks on anybody. That's not my job. The order. So they can is, go in without the mask. This is a county health department order. Okay. And a policy of the school. Right. That if the anybody that's going to go not. in, they got to have a mask on. There is no policy. I'm not arguing. Okay, Thank so you. You, they can go in, guys. They can go, go in. Ahead. They can go, go in. Go on in, guys. Go in. He, well, they can't enforce it. Yeah. You guys, they can't touch you. Just go ahead and go in. They can't touch us. Go in. They cannot touch you. They can't touch you. They can't touch you. They can't touch you. They You 
They cannot touch you, you guys. There you go. So interesting, obviously. Stupid. Um, Students. Actually, according to the free press, it was instigated by parents. Obviously, there was a parent on Facebook Live. Uh, feel bad for the students caught in that situation. The superintendent uh, following the county and health department uh, uh, orders, and uh, they did let everyone in and just had un all the unmasked kids in a certain area learning for the day. Um, uh, just learning a, for the day. They sat in the yeah. library for the day. Yeah. 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 Well, whatever. It's just a it's just a tough situation overall. Now, uh, Manchester was one of the schools that didn't mandate masks immediately at the start of school, um, but they did uh, obviously last week, and you know they were met with uh, just a it really a, a small sampling. But again, that small sampling is very very loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were loud. They were very oh, loud. Yeah. Mean. I wonder if uh, that same crowd is uh, that rambunctious at the chicken broil. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the city of Chicago now has uh, put every state on the do not travel to list. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I'm, you know what? And I'll tell you what, that's one place I'm not going anytime soon. So no. I'll just go ahead and bypass that by not uh, going no. to Chicago. We've got some celebrating to do. Would you mind? No. Okay. First, let's celebrate Brandon. Today's Brandon's birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Brandon. And Brandon is um, the same age as retired NFL quarterback Drew Brees. Wow. Yeah. So a couple of legends there. So happy birthday. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and it's Grandparents Day. Happy Grandparents Day. Yeah. So I have brought along a uh, few pictures. This is me and my Grandma Holly, your mother. That was from 2016 believe it or not. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, that was nice. I think that was one of grandma's birthday parties. And then there's my grandma Rita. And that was at her birthday party. Both of your grandmas, they watch the morning show. They do. I'm yeah. lucky to have both of my grandmas still living. Um, I never met my grandpa Lundberg and my grandpa Holly died when I was 19. But yeah, so I'm 39 and I have both grandmothers. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, I was. Um, and there's when you guys became grandparents. Oh, yeah. There. That's right. I'm a grandparent. Yeah. So we threw you in there, too. Sometimes I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be a grandparent again next month. That's right. As your youngest son is expecting a baby. I'll be a three-time grandparent. How about that? <laughs> Happy Grandparents Day to uh, all grandparents, uh, grandparents about to be. And uh, enjoy the day. Hope... Uh, you remember your grandparent, do something special yeah, for them. Instead of barging into a school like that, <laughs> yeah. wish your grandmother happy Grandmother's Day or yeah. something. That's a good thing. Yeah, be, be, be productive instead of barging into the school. That's too bad. But like that. again, yesterday everything was fine. Kids went into the school mask, so it was uh, much ado about nothing. I'm sure that guy's Facebook page got a lot of views, and uh, that's it. So back, back to normal at oh, Manchester. Yeah. Nobody ever looks good on viral uh, videos. Not when they're talking. No, not when they're talking. I like the guys that commentate the fights yeah. that are while they're holding the camera. No, I like those guys. Those are really good. The school board meetings. The, the yeah. people speaking at school board meetings. Some of them are really good, but some of them are really bad. This should be a show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Governor Whitmer uh, last night is uh, stepping up pressure to mask and vaccinate students in classrooms. So there's updated recommendations on quarantining if you're exposed and you're following safety precautions, you're vaccinated, you're using the mask and you're exposed, you don't have to quarantine. Yeah. So that's good news. That is good. Yeah. And that helps, you know, really that helps with obviously school, number one, but mm -hmm. sports and things like that. We, um, you know, we are talking to NFLs tonight. They've got some key players out. We had Jackson with a few key players out last week. So the more you can eliminate that quarantining, um, the more you can carry on and get back to normal. So um, I think we are seeing people get, uh, get, back, get vaccinated after they've been inconvenienced. Dr. Katayan, last week I said, how many people um, that come into the emergency room with COVID ask for the vaccine when they're there in the emergency room? And he said, every one of them. Yeah. And it's too late. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not too late. It's, it's just, too late. They're already to, in the hospital, so yeah. Well, it's too late. I mean, well, it's not too late to get too the late vaccine. To get vaccine. Now you can get vaccinated. It's not going to do you any good if okay. you already have. Hey, let's get to the extreme dodge scoreboard. 
brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge. It was a big night in uh, volleyball. Concord three, reading two. The Yellow Jackets won game five, 15 to eight to earn the victory. George Weeks had 16 kills. Hadley Ketwich dished 40 assists. And Carly Garnett finished with 33 digs for Concord. Grass Lake three, East Jackson zero. Manchester three, Hanover Horton one. Comets won 25-12 in game two. Western three, Lumen Christie zero. Panthers won 25-12, 25-12, and 25-13 at home on Wednesday night. Napoleon three, Michigan center one. Momo Hampton had 39 assists and 14 service points to lead Napoleon. Over in cross country at the Springport Invitational, Concord won the girls uh, D3 competition. Rogan Melling of Hanover Horton edged Jacob Walker of Columbia Central. Over in girls golf, the IGL was over at Onstead. Columbia Central finished third, Concord fourth, and that was at Devil's Lake. Logan Bentley shot a 43 to finish second. The Interstate 8 at Marshall. Lumen won the event. Titan shot 181. Western finished third with 196. Ashley Hilderly of Lumen Christie finished second with a 42, and Anna McClure was third with a 43. And that's it. That's our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by our friends at Extreme Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Our high school football schedule for this week. We have another great one live. We will be at Northwest High School as the Mounties take on the Titans. And then we'll also have Addison at Hanover Horton this weekend. And then tonight it's the return of the Aspen One Hour Football Show. Josh Burgett and Joel Freeling We'll uh, have all the scores, highlights, Willis and Macknick, Player of the Week, etc. Tonight, 7.30 and 10.30 on JTV and JTV.TV. And it's already on our website now if you'd like to watch that during your lunch break. Another thing to celebrate, 15 years for the Jackson Coffee Company. Jackson Coffee Company has a 15th anniversary celebration this Sunday. You're invited to stop by for uh, the party. I'm sure it'll be uh, cake and ice cream. Uh, cupcakes and small drinks. Uh, all free from two to six. 15 years. We should thank them for their investment, Brian Surgeoner and crew. Do you remember how excited we were when that yeah. opened? It's amazing to think that we were only a few years old at the time as well. <laughs> when he opened, it was the first place you could actually get a cup of coffee in downtown Jackson. Yeah, it was, that's, that's unbelievable. Yeah. So Very cool. Thank you, Brian, for your investment uh, in our community. Uh, who's who's coming in today? We have a great show lined up. First, we're going to get things started with a special announcement from the Jackson YMCA right after this. Someone once told me that every community needs a strong hospital, a strong college, and a strong bank. County National Bank is that bank. CMB provides outstanding personal banking services and is the bank of choice for several nonprofit organizations that serve our communities. It's an honor to be part of the growth of the communities we serve in Jackson, Hillsdale, Lenaway, and Allen counties. And we're proud to help local businesses expand and succeed. CMB is banking that stays in the community. I'm Chef Jake. Add some fresh food to your day with Chefman's Food Factory. We don't rehash tired old recipes, we create our own. Our award-winning chef makes delicious creations from scratch, like our meal zone. It's great food at a reasonable price with new specials every week. Stop in for takeout or we can cater your next event. No events too big, no events too small, we cook them all. Grab your next meal at Chefman's Food Factory, located inside Hometown Convenience, 1033 Cooper Street. Center for Family Health is excited to announce that our school health centers will be fully open and ready to serve this school year. With locations all over Jackson County, the centers make it easy for students and parents to access health care. It's like having a doctor's office in your child's school. Appointments and drop-in care are available. Call 517-748-5500 or visit centerforfamilyhealth.org for more information on how our school health centers can help you. The Center for Family Health has been opening the door to health care for all in Jackson County for more than 30 years. 
Yes, we know, pet insurance can be a bit confusing, but it doesn't have to be. The Personal Lines team at Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, is here to help. We've flipped the script to provide the modern pet parent with clear choices and access to the latest technology, including an app that allows you to make claims, talk to a live vet 24-7, and even manage playdates. If you're interested in a quote, look up Walton, an independent auto owner's insurance agency, at waltonpetinsurance.com. Walton Insurance Group, we're here. When you deliver thousands of meals each week to hungry families, you need a lot of help. From volunteers and donors to some very dedicated partners like Consumers Energy. Their shelter energy efficiency programs have saved thousands of dollars for shelters and food banks like Hidden Harvest. With the money we saved by upgrading our lighting, we delivered 34,000 additional meals. Welcome back to the morning show. Joining us now are two CEOs, the president and CEO of Henry Ford Allegiance Health, Paul Autry, and the president and CEO of the Jackson YMCA, Shauna Tello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, we asked you here because we heard you've got a special announcement this morning. We do. We sure do. Um, the Jackson YMCA capital campaign, as you know, started back in 2017. Uh, when we launched the campaign, we were very fortunate to have a board member, uh, multiple board members actually from Henry Ford Allegiance Health. And we started dreaming about what partnership with their organization might look like someday. We were very fortunate that Henry Ford Allegiance made a significant contribution to our capital campaign early on, and that really helped spur us forward uh, but what we want to talk about today is, is even more than the financial contribution. It's the opportunity to really have a long-term impact on the health of our community. Great. Take it away, Paula. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> well, and as, as Shauna mentioned, um, we had the privilege in February of last year to announce the million-dollar gift. And I, I have to acknowledge, you know, I started the organization two years ago and during my transition time with Georgia Fantastic, it was like one of the few things that she put on my desk and said, you need to make sure this happens. But Henry Ford Allegiance Health has had the privilege to have a long-term relationship with the Jackson YMCA. And so it was an honor for us to be able to provide that $1 million capital campaign gift. And so we've been getting together and creatively thinking around, you know, how can we make this work and how can we support the community further and through the success and growth of our sports medicine, orthopedic, and our, some of our wellness programs, we saw the opportunity to, to need more space and felt that it was a perfect opportunity to put a medical facility in the new Jackson YMCA. So we are now announcing a 6,500 square foot um, clinical space. Um, you can see there a little bit of a picture of the beautiful Y in the Allegiant space that will house um, rehabilitation services sports medicine services, cardiac rehab, and we'll also be expanding because of our affiliation with Henry Ford Health System wellness services to support the community. So we're thrilled to share this announcement today and um, just as a wonderful extension of our relationship with the Jackson YMCA. It's uh, very exciting. It'll be a huge space and a perfect partnership. Um, talk about what this means. Obviously, you have a someone that's going to be in the building using 6,500 square feet, so that gives you staying power. Um, but talk about some of those programs that really just kind of work together with what the Y is doing. Sure, there's a few things that stand out to me. One of them is just the strong statement of collaboration um, between two well-respected nonprofits in the community. We've heard over and over from our investors and our donors that people want to see true collaboration um, authentic programming that really meets the needs of the community and that people work together to develop. So this is just a true statement to um, our ability to listen to the needs of the communities, especially um, listening to our donors and our investors. And then beyond that, I, I look back on um, when I became membership director, I believe that was in 2005, and one of the things that stood out to me was probably a third to two-thirds of the people that I give tours to at the Y are coming in on the recommendation of their health care provider or they've had some type of health incident, um, whether it be identifying a need on the scale or chronic aches and pains, but something pushed them to walk through the doors at the Y. 
And we have a tremendous team of um, coaches and instructors to, to support people and guide them on their wellness journey. But what if we could take that one step further and, and have medically informed support and really um, you know, take someone from the cradle, so to speak, to the end of life and, and guide them along their wellness journey. And then in addition to that, provide the support that they need to get there, the financial assistance. Mm -hmm. Um, the comfort of knowing it's, it's, a, it's a safe space, um, it's walkable, it's close to the bus station. We provide childcare, so if you're, if you're a mom who needs to participate in therapeutic programs in the pool, you know that your kids are cared for and engaged. And it's, it's really just, it's exciting to, to be a part of that circle or that continuum of care for Jackson. I think, Paula, you're personally uh, excited because you work out at the Y and you'll also have now uh, space. A absolutely. <laughs> um, my family has been a longtime member of the Y through the communities we've been a part of. And so we we joined the Y immediately, transferred actually, when we've been here. And so um, we're looking forward to the growth of the YMCA. You've got uh, already programs uh, for people with health issues. You've got uh, Parkinson's, diabetes, breast cancer survivors. Are there ways that you're already looking at meshing some of the services you're providing with what you can provide? We, we are, we're actually looking at sharing some of the space, the physical space for some of the programs that we wanna do and then also sharing um, capacity in a, a kitchen, a cooking kitchen to um, show people how to cook healthy meals um, yeah. to provide wellness. Yeah, that? I like that. Now Shauna, what was the space, did you have plans for this space? Is this new space or is this existing space that is going to be filled. Sure, so we've, we've had these conversations, like I said, going back as, as far as what, 2017, 2018. Um, so it's always been a dream, yeah. um, but it, to be able to finally bring it to fruition is, is what we're really excited about. And, and so the, the new YMCA facility, yes, is about um, 10 to 15,000 square feet larger than the existing facility. Um, but about 6,500 square feet will be designated space for Henry Ford Allegiance Health. Um, we'll have more multi-purpose space so that we can provide more in terms of um, joint programming too. And then um, you'll remember we were on the show not that long ago to announce a partnership with Big Brothers Big Sisters. And so their administrative offices will also be housed in the new YMCA. So the new, the new Y um, space is, is technically larger, but the space um, held specifically by the Y is roughly the same size as our current facility. We'll just have the capacity to be able to, to do more for people. Paula, what do you uh, see in a few years for this community um, with all of these partnerships, namely the Henry Ford with the Y? Well, I think it's, it's definitely going to grow the overall wellness of our community. So um, it's really supporting the growth in our sports medicine program. Um, we have been privileged to be able to support most of the schools within the community. So just having the capacity to take care of those individuals. We're going to have walk-in services and again located in the heart of a very needy part of Jackson. I think will be a unique service to provide. But it'll give us a platform to continue to expand services beyond Jackson. We're excited to be opening a facility in Chelsea. We're looking at additional growth at our Grass Lake campus. So it, it's really, you know, Jackson will always be our anchor. And so it's important to have a strong base here. So it will continue to strengthen that base. Yeah, Paula, you're also um, the VP of Central Market uh, for Henry Ford Health System. And that is growing. When I think mm -hmm. you started, it was just Jackson, but now, as you mentioned, uh, expansion already underway. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Henry Ford announced the partnership with Michigan State University, and so that is going to have a large impact on the Allegiance campus, and we're looking at um, educational services, research services in, in alignment with that, and in addition, as I mentioned, the Chelsea facility, and we're looking at some opportunities west and south also. So it's an exciting time um, to grow um, in this industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you're actually your president of Central America. Right? I am, yes. yes. Sorry yes. about that. That's okay. Didn't mean to give you the demotion. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Some days she might appreciate that. Exactly. <laughs> well, so we've seen uh, the neighborhood grow around the Y with new apartment buildings, and you actually live downtown yourself. Uh, being able to walk and access services in addition to uh, wellness, healthcare, and other services, all in a walkable downtown community. That's been, I know, uh, 
important to you. A absolutely, I, you know, the, and I'll celebrate the work that Habitat's been doing with developing that community. But but you're right, having livable housing, walkable communities um, creates a healthy em environment, and and being able to have multi-income um, in in an area, I think, creates a livable community. So I think all of this is is going to be great for the economic development of Jackson. How's the uh, campaign going? We've still got a ways to go. We still have a little ways to go. Um, fortunately, um, we've been working very closely with Congressman Wahlberg and Senator Stabenow, um, looking at the possibility of being able to secure some federal appropriations for community projects. Um, so we'll know more about that soon. And we continue to fundraise, um, continue to work our way through our prospect list and cultivate relationships. and. Um, always, always looking for additional donors and, and additional partnerships, really, to, to make sure that this project is sustainable. There's got to be some extra COVID money floating around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's, um, it's funny you mention that, but we've had a couple of meetings very recently with the city of Jackson um, and had some conversations about um, how the city can support the YMCA project, and um, that might be through some uh, potential grant funding opportunities. So, um, yes, still fundraising. Yes, still need the, the Holly family million dollar um, <laughs> contribution that I know is on the way, um, but also a lot of other funding opportunities in the works, and we feel really confident about um, our ability to raise the funds that we need and move the project forward. Obviously, we're joking about the Holly Million, but you've had families <laughs> donate fifty, hundred thousand dollars, and really a big part of this project has been families donating, you know, a, a few hundred dollars or a thousand dollars to get you to this point. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I think I've shared about it before. One of my, one of the gifts that's the closest to my heart is a gal who's in our Turning Point program for breast cancer survivors. She lives downtown um, at the Otsego Apartments. And she met up with me at the Jackson Coffee Company. And I'll get choked up telling the story every time when she handed me a white envelope with a $10 bill in it and said, I want to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. um, and, the, and then the gentleman that, that Paula has actually met, um, a, a very unassuming gentleman who made a really significant um, personal gift through the sale of a vehicle and, and some other investments who um, like I said, lives a very unassuming life, but feels so passionate about the why and, and the family that he's created within the, the organization and through the membership that he wanted, to, he wanted to be a part of making sure the project moves forward. So every dollar counts. Um, every family that's, that's been touched by the why, um, this is an opportunity to really to be a part of something. And Paula, as the uh, leader in our community's health and well-being, is there a message about vaccinations you'd like to deliver to today? <laughs> Please get vaccinated. <laughs> My uncle's, uh, well, he just retired a physician here in town, a Henry Ford physician, and um, unfortunately one of my other uncles passed away and he spoke at the funeral, but he ended uh, the funeral with, now go out and get vaccinated, and then said, mic drop. <laughs> and, and, you know, vaccinations, that's, that's a, a great opportunity for partnership for the Y. Um, so we're, we are fully supporting uh, the work of Henry Ford Allegiance and the importance of every aspect of health for our community. Yes. Can't wait to see it happen. Very exciting. Yeah, in fact, I remember last year you're dragging equipment over to do health physicals. <laughs> so this will now, you won't have to drag that equipment over. <laughs> that's right, that's right. It, it's going to be an incredible partnership. We're, we're thrilled to be a part of it. Well, thanks for being here today. And, Thank you, uh, our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Yeah, and thanks for uh, all that you two are doing for our uh, community. We appreciate it. Look forward to the partnership uh, growing and uh, getting started as soon as next year. And thank you for keeping us out in front of the community. And you always make a point of asking during inter every interview, how are we doing on the fundraising? What do you need, Shauna? And that call to action, we appreciate that. Thanks so much. Thank you. Shauna Tello from the Jackson YMCA and Henry Ford's Paula Autry. More of the morning show after this.
When you open a Michigan-made checking account with True Community Credit Union, you can earn up to 2.25% APY each month based on the activities and relationships you have connected to your account. Open your Michigan-made checking account. Visit TrueCCU.com. Jackson Public Schools, better than ever. District-wide building additions and improvements, 21st century learning furniture, added safety and security measures, and technology advancements for every classroom. All part of Jackson Public Schools' continued commitment to our students and our community. We are dedicated to providing our students the tools and environment to succeed. There is no better place for our students to learn than in person at Jackson Public Schools. Jackson Public Schools, bringing our community together to build a culture of academic excellence and workforce readiness. Go Vikings! Attention auto enthusiasts and casual cruising fans. The thrill is in the hunt. From the sleek curves of a candy red Stingray to the imposing frame of a jet black GTO. There's a surprise around every corner. Downtown car shows take place May through September on the fourth Friday of every month from 5.30 to 8 p.m. There's free fun for the whole family, including contests, giveaways, live music, and more. For more information, contact the Downtown Development Authority at 517-768-6410 or jacksondda.org. Doing the most good, the Salvation Army is here to serve our community. Offering a number of services, the Salvation Army will provide emergency assistance support for residents of Jackson County without discrimination. It's the Red Shield Classic. For more information, call 782-7185, extension 117. Serving the Jackson area since 1885. Visit us online or on Facebook at Salvation Army Jackson. Hi, I'm Avery Mullen. Over this last year, we've realized just how important family and community can be. Our family would like to say thank you. We truly appreciate you. Vermeulens is still here after 96 years because of the support of our amazing family, customers, and community. From all of us at Vermeulen Furniture, thank, thank you. you. Vermeulen Furniture, for your way of living. Uh, joining us now is the City of Jackson's new Active Aging Program Coordinator for Parks and Recreation, Julie Weisbrod. Hi, Julie. Hi. Good Thank you Julie. for having me. Congratulations on your new position. Thank you. So tell us, what, what is this new program? Well, it's not really a new program. Okay. It's just kind of a, a refresh. Okay which I think a lot of people during the pandemic decided, well, you know, how can we evaluate and maybe add some additional opportunities and stuff. So um, it had been called the 50 and Better program okay. for the past 30 years. Kathy Voss did a phenomenal job really growing this program. Uh, but during the pandemic, and also part of my profession as a health educator, um, and in the 50 and older population, a lot of the population now, uh, the largest growing population are those that are 60 and older. And that is worldwide, in Michigan, and even right here in Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, there is an active age, excuse me, an age-friendly resolution here in Jackson. So we decided to call this something different, active aging, and add some additional opportunities. Now, uh, folks, as they, get, as they get older, they're working out more than they ever have. People did not work out like this in the 70s and 80s. Exactly. They just smoked cigarettes and drink brown, drank brown liquor. <laughs> <laughs> now, everyone wants to work out and live and be active and enjoy that retirement. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. So during my interview, I said, okay, so what kind of programs do you currently have? And then I said, you know, I'm in that 50 and older population, and I still like to do very active things. And I think a lot of it is society tells you, well, if you're a certain age, you probably should stop doing certain things. And I'm kind of on the other end. If you can still do it safely, keep going. You mm -hmm. know, because really a lot of times, if you do any Google search, you know, for those 60 and older, what kind of services or programs or initiatives there are, a lot of times you're going to see assisted living. Mm -hmm. Well, I think most nobody is going to volunteer that that, that is you know, their goal uh, at, at the end of life. And so let's keep people aging in a healthy manner. Or if you do have chronic conditions, chronic diseases, let's keep that under control. Um, and that's really where a good amount of my career has been mm -hmm. is in chronic disease 
uh, chronic condition kinds of prevention, number one, or let's keep things manageable. Uh, I will say though, if you're my age and you are visiting another city and you're tempted to rent one of the scooters laying on the sidewalk, <laughs> don't. It won't work out well. Uh oh. No, it okay. will not. Do not rent no. a, a bird. <laughs> no. So before the pandemic, um, so the programs had almost well, about 2,000 participants. Um, we got to get back to that. Uh, we do, and I'm trying diligently. I'm just I'm just completing week number seven. Yeah. And I have a lot of, um, well, big shoes to fill and a lot of programs to try to, you know, I've been like kind of spinning the plates over the last seven weeks, trying to really get a lot of things going that have always been. And then in addition to create some additional opportunities. So if we are still to appeal to those that are 50 and older, but kind of like you said, you know, uh, well, maybe you didn't say this part, but really a lot of 50 to even 65 year olds are still in the workforce. Mm -hmm. And so we, it may not be that we're going to appeal necessarily, you know, but if there are people 50 to 65 or even older, um, you know, th there's some additional opportunities. So for instance, we have uh, kayaking and a canoe opportunity, pedal ball, things like that. So you probably don't even know what the reference spinning the plates is I about. I do know okay. what it means. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of how uh, you slip on your tennis shoes and walk around and that's your exercise at lunchtime <laughs> with your brown socks. Well, come see me then, Mark. <laughs> You've got a long career already in um, senior uh, health in Jackson. I do. Actually, I've, you know, 26 years at the health department in our health education, health promotion division. And again, a, a good majority of that has been chronic disease prevention. And, um, but part of that uh, time has been 10 years worth of time that I was contracted to the Department on Aging to serve as their senior health promotion specialist. And so in that we did you know, exercise class, Tai Chi, um, a lot of those things. So this is basically, I'm just doing more of the same, but not for the county, but now for the city. It, so. sound, it sounds uh, fun. So programs uh, have begun. If people want to sign up, yes. what do they do? Well, so uh, yesterday, or excuse me, Tuesday was sort of that, that heart open because now the Boo Center is up and really going, and that's really when all our programming, you know, started. So, for instance, you know, in addition to the bingo, which is very popular, and the chair exercise that is very popular. So I added a, an additional opportunity for those that might want to kind of amp it up just a tad, and that is called Movement Matters. And so I'm going to call it kind of like a dance aerobics. And so, um, which helps to increase, you know, balance and, and muscle strength and all of that. And then we also have like line dance opportunities that had been in place a while back, but now we're bringing that back again. So we have beginner line dance, that'll be on Mondays. Um, I have uh, some additional opportunities called, you know, worth a try. Mm -hmm. And so again, you know, paddle ball. So just kind of highlighting some potential uh, hobbies um, that people may have had in the past or things that they've heard of, but you know, I'm a little skittish to kind of maybe go out and try that on my own. So for instance, I say paddle ball, I mean pickleball. Pickleball, pickleball. So pickleball. Yes. yes, okay. So the other, uh, yeah, pickleball. So uh, we'll be doing that. And then again, I um, contacted GREAT, which is a Grand River Environmental Action Team, and say they are graciously um, willing to meet us on a, a Wednesday afternoon out at Vandercook Lake and bring out a few of their kayaks and canoes and do a one hour trip. I don't know if you've ever been Vandercook mm -hmm. to the little stream and the other mm -hmm. couple yeah, of lakes. Awesome. It's, a, it's a nice casual one hour, you know, option for people. So, um, and then we have other things, you know, but just to kind of get things going and get people maybe reintroduced or maybe introduced for a first time. Sounds like the city's very lucky to have you. Well, thank you. Yeah. You yeah, should start a active aging TikTok or oh. an Instagram. <laughs> there I you think go. That would be really I mean, really. Popular. Yes, I, I, really I actually do. would need to hire yet one more person then because wow. it's been very busy. <laughs> very busy. I think there's someone over in the office who can help you with that. Oh, good. Yeah. Is he my neighbor? He's your neighbor. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Yeah, he, well. can, he can set that up. All right, for you. well, we'll see. How about uh, trips? Are you going to do uh, bring the trips back? Oh dear, yes, <laughs> I am trying very hard. I, I hear that almost every day from you know the people. Hey, when are the trips coming? Well, here's 
like everything else, all the stars have to align. Mm -hmm. So initially, um, I, I started really looking into trips. We do have one um, that I'm going to be highlighting starting in October, and it's for the following September. It's a week-long trip to Maine. Ooh. That was something that was to happen back in 2020, then they bumped it to 2021, and you know, so now oh. it's 2022. Um, so that is definitely a go. And then, um, but day trips, overnight trips, things like that, the stars have to all align. So uh, a lot of these venues are having shortages of staff. Mm -hmm. So it might be that I can get a bus and get to one of the destinations, but in order, you know, usually people are used to day-long destinations mm -hmm. and there might be two or three different things you do that day. Well, it might be the next venue can only allow bus groups up to a certain time. Well, that, you know, so it's, yeah, it's taken some don't time. Don't stop at a Starbucks, I can t I promise you, you don't want to do that. stop at a Starbucks under any circumstances. <sighs> no, you won't get your order. Julia, yeah. it's great uh, learning about the program. Thank and you. We wish you all the success uh, going forward. Julie yeah. Weisbrod from the City of Jackson, new active aging program coordinator. We'll be right back after this break. Good weather is here and the Grand River Farmer's Market is open in downtown Jackson. Shop fresh Michigan sourced food and quality products directly from local farmers and artisans every Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Fresh fruits, vegetables, sweets, crafts, and so much more. Accepting cash, credit cards, EBT, and Double Up Food Bucks. Conveniently located at the corner of Mechanic and Pearl Streets along the Grand River. Searching for medical supplies can be a challenging aspect of the healthcare system, but with help from Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, you can set your worries aside. Our expert staff takes the time to give each of our customers the personal attention they deserve and are trained to find the right products for each individual. If you can't come to us, then let our delivery team come to you to help set up your supplies so you can get back to what really matters, living your life. Brown's Advanced Care Medical Supplies, locally owned, locally operated, locally loved. If you're looking for a personalized car buying experience, then visit the team at Auto Merchants. Buy, sell, and trade without the backroom haggling. You'll work with one person start to finish. Put our 30 years of financing experience to work finding your next ride. Light gives us clarity. It illuminates possibilities, brightens our paths, and shines through our greatest gifts. At Spring Arbor University, we discover and grow our unique, God-given gifts within our community of learners. And our mission is to bring the light of Christ into our communities, our families, and into everything we do. Spring Arbor University, let your light shine. Just imagine how long your retirement will be. 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Do you have enough saved? Can your retirement portfolio survive a stock market downturn? So many times I hear, I wish I would have talked to you sooner. I am Brian Smith with Summit Wealth Advisors, and I'm here to answer your questions. to the morning program on JTV. Our next guest is from Experience Jackson, Rachel Buchanan. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning. So we're talking chamber events, Experience Jackson events. Mm -hmm. It's a busy weekend. It is, and everything is continued to pile up, and I'm just excited to see everything going on. So we're honoring, uh, there's a lot of events based around uh, the 20th anniversary mm -hmm. of 9-11 this year, but run us through what we've got. Sure. Uh, well, a lot, of, a lot of the things that we do have on our calendar this weekend do specifically go through that. Um, I know you guys have been really concentrating on performances of the guys mm -hmm. uh, from Center Stage Jackson, so if people have been watching, they've been very familiar with that. 
uh, but really exciting to see not only a tribute in the form of that, uh, but also kind of see the history of that, um, where it's come from, and uh, to find out that it's not only a tribute, but kind of a positive spin, mm -hmm. kind of a looking forward and a, a good reflection on mem mem remembering that date. And that so. is, uh, that is first responders uh, mm -hmm. can go at no charge, obviously. Mm -hmm. Steve Tucker's uh, set open the theater. So that'll be three days. You'll have an opportunity to see that. Mm -hmm. Yep, Friday, Saturday, and then a matinee on Sunday. So. That's great. That's very, very exciting to see that coming in. And if you look into the background story, just really, It's, it's really an interesting cool. story for yeah. sure. Um, and we're also, uh, Experience Jackson is actually partnered up with uh, the Country Boots and Bands concerts, Tailgates and Tunes with Tyler Braden, uh, Jason Cross and Whiskey and Wine is also gonna be joining them. And they're gonna have two versions of that show. Uh, Friday night, they're gonna have a first responder show mm -hmm. as well. Uh, there's a special way if you're a part of uh, that team of people, um, you can actually get free entry into that. There's a way to be able to do that, uh, connecting through our website, as well as a public show on Saturday, too. And uh, Tyler Braden, I'm learning more and more about him. He is an artist that has been kind of doing his own thing for a few years. He's also a firefighter. Okay. Uh, recently moved to Nashville and decided to partner music and his firefighting career together. Yeah, so he's taking a little time as he kind of gets gets some notoriety in the music world and going to be stopping right here in Jackson. So that's really exciting. Nice. Should be a beautiful night for that as well. Yeah. And uh, I guess to round out 9-11 <laughs> events this weekend on Saturday, uh, they're going to be lighting up the falls as well. And I think that's going to be a really beautiful opportunity to, to reflect. <laughs> no pun intended with that one. But, of course. Um, it's, it's just going to be really, really nice opportunity for people to stop by and have that moment um, to remember everything. That's um, put together by the uh, Tunnel to Towers who have really, really just brought that with everything um, that Jan has done with that and brought to our community. It's been pretty incredible. Yeah, and also we've got the uh, Blue Mass at St. Mary's on uh, Saturday mm, night, yes. which is being organized by the Knights of Columbus of Jackson. Yeah. And that is uh, welcoming and honoring all first responders in our community. And they are also, along with their families, invited to stay for dinner afterwards, which will follow the Mass in St. Mary's Star Hall. And you don't have to be uh, Catholic to be participating in this. The whole community is welcome to the Mass. And then the uh, dinner for first responders and their families uh, immediately following. And they chose, uh, Knights chose St. Mary's because that's the, the church in the diocese or in the Jackson with the largest uh, capacity. So they are hoping to fill uh, St. Mary's on Saturday night. So what a great weekend. I, it just is a testament, of course, to Jackson again and the size of the community that we are. And we all kind of come together. We are, we're not uh, regionally very close to New York, but it's impacted us all and um, some great opportunities to honor uh, the people that have been impacted by Do you, that. Uh, were you at Spring Harbor? I was. Yep. I was a college student. I remember... Um, I, I don't remember if I was exactly in a class or going to, but then after the fact, kind of in a, a you know, a, an area where everybody kind of gathered, just kind of watching the screen, like, what in the world is going on? You know, and trying to put the details together. So, yeah, some very clear memories. I know we've talked about this, um, but I can't remember if we talked on the air, but what, do you remember what you were doing and where you were when you heard about this? I do, yeah. I was in my dorm room. With. And one of our uh, roommates had had an early class and came back mm. and told us we were being bombed. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and that's all you knew. You watched, uh, you know, it was 2001. Yeah. So, I mean, there, you know, the, and we're, we're using the air cards for the Internet. Yeah. It's not like, you yeah, know, you can look Facebook up and yet. figure out what was going on. <laughs> so you just watch the, uh, yeah, you watch the Today Show, really. Yeah, yeah. that's what I, I was at the... I was at the Y, and mm. the uh, Today Show was on, and mm -hmm. they st sounded like oh, a Cessna flew into one of the towers. But obviously, yes. as the morning unfolded, we saw the you know the, the full gravity of the situation, and it was just as we look back, and I know you've been doing this too, watching some of the documentaries about that day. Uh, it's just it's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, it's amazing what we didn't know that we know. That we now yeah, know. it is for and sure. And how the world's changed since then because of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, also, an opportunity uh, to take advantage of this uh, not too hot, just perfect, cool outdoor dining 
Uh, yes. So what, where, where, where's a good place to go? Uh, where would you recommend outdoor dining sure. for this weekend? Well, I mean, if you go anywhere up and down Michigan Ave, you're seeing everybody sitting out there and we've got the perfect breeze to do it. Finally, we've gotten rid of some of that humidity. Um, so, I mean, pick your food. It, it is. It, <laughs> we can help right. point you to whatever place I'm, you're looking for. I am, uh, I will be doing Grand River outside on Friday or Saturday, Friday, and then we're doing the Daniel Martin show. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I think you're doing that too. How about that? Hmm, interesting. So, yeah. yeah. Did you know that? I know <laughs> I was going to the Daniel Martin show. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait. It's a brand new show. Would you mind not sitting near me when we go to that? <laughs> Pleasure. It'd Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. It's just real life here. That's, yeah. that's how that's we talk it. That's what I like around the family table. That's yep. good. There really are so many more places where you can eat outdoors yeah. now. And we're also talking about 9-11. Mm -hmm. uh, Concord Branch is now featuring a 9-11 exhibit. Oh, yes. okay. Cool. So that would be one of the uh, yeah. libraries or uh, museums as well. Yeah, great, mm -hmm. uh, great weekend to visit our Jackson okay. area museums. For sure. For sure. Where are you going to eat out uh, this weekend? Actually, I, I do have a, an appointment to eat at uh, Grand River tomorrow for lunch. Okay. <laughs> so we might have to spread out. I like you called that an appointment. I'm going to start calling the, uh, my... Oh, I'm sorry. No, sorry I, to my I, friend if she's watching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lunch. Well, you can write it off it's a f if it's an appointment. That's yeah. A, yeah, yeah. There yeah. you go. Perfect. There we go. Yeah. I still haven't learned how to do that, but <laughs> I will try. Uh, you guys have hired uh, someone new at Experience we have. Jackson. Yes, uh, Jess Bolt uh, comes to us uh, from the area. He's been in the Jackson community for about seven, eight years now. Um, came from Fort Wayne, and he is just crushing it in terms of digging into all the fun things that go with numbers and analytics and everything um, with Experience Jackson, and also helping a little bit on the chamber side too. Awesome. So. Um, we've been really enjoying him, and you're going to start seeing some of his work. Uh, you might see his drone flying around <laughs> pretty soon again, and um, does some some video and photo cool. stuff too as well. So awesome. we're excited to have him, and he's been really great to collaborate with. So a really great addition to the team that we're building quickly here. Awesome. Things are looking good. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming in today and sharing everything that's going on. We're excited to uh, get out and about Jackson. All right. Appreciate it. Rachel Buchanan from Experience Jackson. Check out the Experience Jackson events calendar for more. We'll be right back after this break. The PIC Center is an independent practice that has provided care to the Jackson area for over 25 years. Doctors O'Neill and Cack supervise antibiotic infusions, as well as those for many other conditions, such as inflammatory bowel, joint and lung disease, anemia, and multiple sclerosis. Our modern facility is open seven days a week, and the infusion staff will make you feel right at home. Let your doctor know you have a choice where you receive your next infusion. Remember, when you've picked us, you've picked the best. Come to the Downtown Jackson for Brightwall's 2021, September 16th through 18th. You can expect live mural painting, concerts, food trucks, dancing, magic, and even a Bright Paws dog-themed event. Pop-up bright box, art installations, a lip-sync battle, local artists painting competitions, and more. Don't miss it. BrightWallsJackson.com I go because they have the number one Coney Dogs in Michigan. I go because their breakfast is the best. I go because it's a Jackson icon. Everybody has a reason to visit Virginia Coney Island. We serve breakfast and Coney's all day. Come try our homemade sausage gravy and biscuits. And don't miss our $5 morning special, a hearty breakfast at a great price. Boy, that breakfast was amazing. It sure was. Experience a Jackson Classic and have a meal at Virginia Coney Island. It's the best kept secret in town. Collins Brothers Floor Covering, because new carpet is like, ah, very nice. But commercials suck. Don't change the channel, change your carpet. Collins Brothers Downtown. Excellent. Established in 1940. That's before the war, sucker. I'm Amy Leanhart, owner of Allegra Printing of Jackson. We have grown from a quick print shop into a commercial printing company. Allegra Printing of Jackson better reflects our mission and our improved capabilities. 
Come see us at Allegra Printing of Jackson, 1232 Southwest Avenue. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Um, for some reason, I saw an email go through this morning um, where you were sending a picture of a horse to someone. <laughs> well, I found a, a horse that thinks it's a dog. Really? And it turns out it's the world's smallest horse. And it was... Uh, oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. It's a horse? And someone adopted I it. I need it. The, the horse uh, was um, born on a horse farm, and the horse farm said, we can't uh, help this horse. Uh, it needs special care. They were, they were going to... They were going to euthanize it? Yeah. That's crazy. So someone rescued the horse, and the horse uh, now thinks he's, he's a dog. And he lives with his family happily ever after. So, what a cute da, uh, da, uh, horse. Sorry. So all little girls uh, tuned in probably will want yes. one of these. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I would sleep with that, of course. <laughs> On the flip side, um, have you ever met Jake? Jake is no. the world's largest horse. Wow. Yes. You believe that? No, look at this. Look at this. Oh. Look at this guy, Jake. And I believe that gentleman rents uh, Jake to Budweiser for $10 million a year for the commercials. <laughs> I'd like to see the littlest dog on top of the largest it's a dog. a horse. Or a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would like to see that, the two of them in the same picture. That would be nice. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Well, what a, what a day. <laughs> what a day we, what a day we have. What a day we have going on. So I have a crazy busy weekend. I am, like I said, doing that Daniel Martin show, which I'm very excited about. Oh, it's awesome. I can't sure. wait. He's actually been rehearsing this week. I can't wait. Yeah. I cannot wait. And uh, we're going to go to dinner beforehand. And then Saturday morning, I'm going to get up probably about 530 and mm -hmm. slide over to Oxford, Michigan to be ah. a confirmation sponsor for uh, my cousin's son, Jonah. Oh, nice. So yeah, just about two and a half hours away. No big deal. <laughs> little... Uh, <laughs> Confirmation <laughs> retreat. So we're going to spend the morning at uh, at the retreat. That's good. Yeah, it'll be that's, good. I'm excited to get up there. It's a nice uh, honor to be asked. It to is. Be Very nice. Very nice. And then Sunday, I'm not sure what's going on Sunday. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Ask me what I'm doing Sunday. What are you doing Sunday? <laughs> we're going to the Doobie Brothers at the Van Andel Arena. Really? Well, yeah. We were, it was a, it got postponed again. Oh, we're getting here. We're hearing the. I, I, I think. I think. I think we have they're, someone talking out. They're laughing at me in the control room. I think we have someone talking out of pocket. You think so? Yes. I think Austin's so worked up over some information he had. Have. It's not correct anymore, but okay. he can't see past that. Okay. Well, they postponed four of the dates of this revised 50th anniversary Doobie Brothers well, tour. Well, I guess you're not going. It was going to be last year, and it was going to be the year, but um, maybe I'm not, after all. Oh, well. Hmm. I hope I can get a refund. This was a birthday gift from my... I, I don't see where it's canceled, Austin. Like, uh, wait a minute. Austin By who? Austin? Well, maybe you're going to need to get some new friends. Austin was going to this, too? I guess. Oh, man. You guys oh, I hope our seats aren't anywhere near each other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. Uh, join us later today. Dr. Brent Ellis, Dr. Nick Dyke, Elmer Hitt, Dave Wooden, Ellen Sullivan, David Davis, and Rick Walton. Have a great morning. See you this afternoon. Today we're at Jackson High School with Taher Chef Steve Trout. This isn't our first time in the kitchen together, and Chef Steve always has a surprise for us. I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. 
During the tough times of the pandemic, an amazing meal can be the highlight of our day. Our guest chef competed on Guy's Grocery Games and is also a restaurant owner. Let's find out from Chef Steve who we have in store. Uh, right now we got in uh, Chef John Sugimura coming in. I don't know if you remember about a couple years ago when you guys were here, we had Chef Chris Murray. 